This is the old Doctor Who show, episode number 100. 100. Uh, Doctor Who and the Daleks, recorded live, uh, kind of. This isn't. Uh, then it's going to be edited. And if you're hearing this, you're definitely not hearing it live. So, uh, recorded in a lie. Go forward in all your beliefs and prove to me that I am not mistaken in mine. <laughs> You couldn't control my mind before, and you certainly can't control it now. Would you like a jelly, baby? The Charlie's been working properly and capable of many amazing things. Because the polarity of the neutron flows, the TARDIS would be free of the force field. But the TARDIS is more than a machine. He's in it, but it's personal. Resulting reaction destroyed it. This is the old Doctor Who show. That's you, funny that it shows up reverse. Yeah, your classic, uh, classic Doctor Who review podcast in tri-weekly uh, segments Form. or uh, yes. uh, in what's the word? Interims? That's not right, Dan. Sure, it's yeah, fine. fine. Dan, you're looking fantastic. How have you been these last three weeks? This is nothing but green alcohol, so oh. I'm feeling great. I was thinking about drinking, um, but instead I'm drinking coffee. Yeah, no. And I actually made a joke about wearing a cape, and I have a cape, and I was going to wear a cape, and it must be somewhere upstairs with the Halloween stuff. Or I have like a silver. One of your children is wearing Did it? I wear it? I think I wore it for our 50th, because we did this once before, and it was, it's like, I wanted to look like, like uh, Rick Wakeman for some stupid sketch, and it's like a silver, uh, who's Rick? Wait, come on. A silver crushed velvet cake with like a hood that I bought, oh, off, oh, oh, yeah. That gotcha. I bought off some uh, uh, woman that was like making clothes for Renaissance fairs or something. So that was going to wear. So I guess that's you know I'm letting you know what you could have seen. Well, I'm so glad you painted such a vivid mind picture. Um, yeah, I think I, I wore it for the 50. So I, I got to do something <laughs> different. So I did nothing. Um, so there's a question already in the uh, comments here. How do you get one of those stickers? Eric, how does someone get one of those stickers? Yeah, and we also have this. This is a Gregory Suicide sticker. You can write a self-addressed stamped envelope anywhere in the world, wherever you are. Just make sure it's a self-addressed stamped envelope, and it would pay for postage from the U.S. to wherever you are. You can send that to the Old Doctor Who Show, P.O. Box, Two one three one. Yes, that's the same one I was thinking. Two one three one. Two one three one. Red Bank, New Jersey, zero seven seven zero one. So if you that's just go to the mail, and it's good to support the uh, U.S. Postal Service anyway. Uh, <laughs> fill that out. We're having get hard times, people. Yeah, we're having some hard times. Uh, America uh, is literally on fire. Yes, yeah, see, uh, Rick Wakeman, keyboard wizard. People keyboard are aware, wizard. and he was always wearing capes. Uh, and like, I missed that part of of. Of the 70s and like the music where songs were 14 minutes long and they're always about ice right. wizards and dragons and it's all fine. Should it we... feels like it's due for like a, a, a comeback, a renaissance, if you yeah. will. So People love the prog rock, but should we get, should we get into it? Because we only have only one have so hour to go. You're so right. But the most important thing we could do right now is hit the button. Yeah, right? hit the button. Let's hit the button. And I know... Um, Dan had already reached out on Twitter about getting some people to send in sound effects of the, you know, we always make our whoops and sound our, our stuff. Sound if you have any, we've gotten some already. 
Yes. I'll edit them into the next, like this episode when this it goes episode. out on the podcast. So You could always send, send them it. to us. Do it as a voice memo and send it to us um, on uh, email at theolddoctorwhoshow at gmail.com. Or you could send it to us on Twitter with a direct message. Yeah, you can fine. do whatever you want. But just show up at our house and just boombox <laughs> it over your head. Just with sound effects like this. Ready? Dan's Ready also text. I like Dan is texting me while this is going on, like you are recording, right? Because he's- we're also recording in, in uh, GarageBand, and it's not w- out of our uh, realm of possibility that I wasn't, but I am, Dan. We are- it has happened once before. It- never again. Never forget. Yes. So we are okay. good to go. So why don't you hit that, hit that uh, button. button, Dan, and uh, we'll take us through. Beep. 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 Why is it bigger on the inside, Dad? But it's so big in here, and yet it's so small from outside. How come? In electrokinetic theory, space expands to accommodate the time necessary to encompass its dimensions. My little fellow scientist, we've been working on TARDIS for many years. This is the final component. You are a privileged young man to be the first visitor to our time and space machine. There. I can now set the controls for anywhere in time and space that we wish to go. When I push that lever, this room and everything in it will dissolve into their respective component electrical charges. We're all made up of them. These charges will then be transferred in time and space and reassembled in their proper order and their proper place. This is the uh, this is the old Doctor Who show. We are reviewing uh, Doctor Who and the Daleks, which is a film from 1965. Mm-hmm. Lucky number 65. It's directed by Gordon Fleming. Uh, you know, it, you, you see this work and you're like, eh, Gordon... Uh, that's his stuff. And this is adapted yes. uh, by Milton Sub... I think it's an autocorrect thing happening here, but his name may be Sabatowski. 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 Uh, it says written by, but it says not written by. This was adapted from the 1963, right. the Dalek story written by Terry Nation. Speaking of Loosely which... Loosely adapted. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was I mean, closer okay. to it than I thought it was going to be. Same here. Uh, this. Uh, so, what happens in this in this movie, Dan? That you're probably asking yourself. Well, the Who family, uh, <laughs> Grandpa Who, uh, and his granddaughter, Little Susie Who, Susie and Who, Barbara Who, Bar- Barbie Who. Uh, their parents clearly were murdered. Uh, it's not. Not who a, are their parents? The real are, question is who. Who yeah, are they? Who uh, are it. they? No, who. Barbara has a gentleman caller uh, that arrives. Uh, it's old, super clumsy Ian. Uh, old Ian. Um, and after a tour of the TARDIS, because when, you know, your gentleman caller comes over, you got to go in the yard and go through, uh, you know, Grandpa's uh, little cabinet, see his little Always. trinkets and mysteries, and he can show you where the bodies are. Uh, it was the 60s. Ian, I said he was clumsy. He accidentally bumps into a switch, and before you know it, they've, they're going to another planet. They end up on Scaro in a petrified forest where the doctor pretends that the TARDIS is broken, uh, putting everyone in danger just so he could tour the uh, the mysterious city in the distance. And it yeah. turns out, it turns out, it's not an abandoned city. It's inhabited by Daleks, 
and uh, the spiders from Mars who live in a little uh, <laughs> town off to the side where everyone has the same uh, color hair, uh, which That's is true. nice. There are swamps. Uh, there's canyon jumpings. Uh, we, you know, mm-hmm. who are we kidding? This we've already talked about this. We have. We, we did about- all of this already uh, in the story of the Daleks, except this time it's in color. Yep. So, what did you think, Dan, of the movie, the film, rather, for you snobs, Doctor Thank Who you. and the Daleks? I was pleasantly surprised. I thought this was going to be uh, a fun, campy sort of. Um, strange take on Doctor Who, and, and I was wasn't. right. Oh. It, no, it, it, was, it was a serious drama uh, about the existential concerns of life and death. It was, it was fun. I, uh, so well, I guess we'll come back to the things that, that separate it from uh, traditional canon of Doctor Who and the choices they made that are different about it, but leaving those things aside for the, uh, for the moment, it was a good story. I, I was wondering what I would have thought had I just come across this without ever having seen Doctor Who, just as it's on its own terms. And it was a fun adventure story. Like, it felt very much like somewhere above a B-movie. Like, it did call to mind certain parts of it, like This Island Earth or something like that. Yeah, like yeah. It, it had those moments, but, you know, somewhat higher quality. The, I think the overall story is, uh, you know, even though it's somewhat different, is uh, just as fun as the, the TV uh, story. Um, the characterizations are fun. The, the takes are different. Like... And I, I'm trying to resist jumping into those right away, um, but you know, the, 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 it's nice to see the uh, a story like this told with somewhat more money, more time put into it. Um, you know, bigger budget is always nice, uh, and just to see the, the somewhat the, the differences around the interpretations of the characters that we've come to know. Um, overall, it, it was a lot of fun. It was as much fun as I thought it was going to be, which I kind of had a pretty high bar after just having seen Stills and the, and the trailer Yeah, the trailer kind of puts you in that, like, totally swinging ready 60s, uh, yep. you know, you're ready to, to, to drop some acid or something and watch it. Well, I'm always dropping Yeah, well, so, that was happening anyway. was happening but, uh, anyway. Without getting too far into it as well, what, what was your overall, like, take on I th- it? I thought it was fine. I will say going, into, going into it, I did not know... That it was the same Dalek story we had already done. I didn't either. I so didn't. I was like, Doctor Who and the Daleks, it's going to be a different take on... And you yep. always hear, like, this is not in canon or whatever, you know, because you never see... And now it makes sense, because it's literally just did the same exact story. So, you know, it couldn't be in canon anyway, because right. it's literally the same same characters. They, they, they did some tweaks. I thought the changes, some of the changes they made were better, I think. Like, having... Sure. Um, her as like a as a as a as Susan as like a little girl actually makes a lot more sense than the yeah. Susan that we got. And nothing against Susan. I always we talked about this, but I like Susan when she's the swinging mysterious uh, weird chick that you get in the first episode child. of Earthly Child. But you child never is the best. Susan, yeah, you never I get think. that again. So with her, you know, actually this Susan, this little Susan seems to be more together. She's much more yeah, determined. Yeah. She's not as afraid of everything. I thought that was good. Having them oh, all related, like Barbara and Susan, yeah. like a big year, a big age difference between the yeah, two. Yeah. But having them as a family unit sort of worked too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't mind like the the doctor being sort of. I don't. It's kind of weird the way that they did this this doctor because he's he, he's sort of like lighthearted fun dude in the beginning because you see everyone's reading a science textbook. 
Yeah. And the first introduction you get of him is I reading a comic, which is like comics are for stupid people. And then, you know, you're shaking your fist at the, the screen. But that that was okay. But then I don't know if they ever – he never – not that he was not fun, but he was he was sort of – I don't know. I don't know how, how to really put it. But they didn't it, – it, the, the doctor that was having fun reading the comic in the beginning wasn't necessarily the one that sort of played through the rest of the film. Right. And and, right. The, and the things that they did change, I said I liked, but the stuff they kept, like, I'm surprised they kept the doctor deciding that he wants to see the city, so he he says Takes it's broken. Hole. Like, they kept right. all of that, and that was the part that yep. makes the doctor sort of unlikable. But right, 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 right. I thought it was good. I thought it was it was fun. It was way more slapsticky well, than I was expecting. So that's the one change we don't really weren't really talking about yet. Like is, especially is with Ian. Ian, Ian he's like it. He's a big goofball, and he's rolling into things, and he's falling, right. and he's doing. I mean, I guess weird Susan double takes. Probably, the difference between like Susan and Susie, the little girl, is probably maybe the biggest um, change, um, because she has she's. In my uh, estimation of this, she's kind of the hero off of this. She's she's the one with all the bravery. Decides to go off and you know. Yeah, she's the, the one falls. that goes back, she's, which is how it plays out butt. in the original right. too, right? From what I remember, right, right. But it's the way that she. I mean, for uh, that little self possessed kid was was fantastic. But Ian is the one that is the biggest change. So, like you had said, that the relationship is totally different now. We have uh, Barbara and Susan are siblings. Um, and Ian is her gentleman caller instead of them being teachers. But he's totally doing this um, uh, kind of low-rent Dick Van Dyke. Yes. Uh, take, yeah, yeah, which, yeah, yeah. Which I really didn't like at first. I really didn't like um, that choice and the way that he was actually going about it at first. But as it went on, I thought it just got better and better. Maybe it was just my own uh, perception of it and my expectations of what I what I wanted Ian to be. And they went something in a different direction. But he, <laughs> he sold it towards the end. And it was just a... It was a lot of like wah wah when yeah. he uh, you know fell uh, into the fell into the lever and and set them flying and all that. right yeah uh, hair of the hound just said the doctor who sends children into the woods to get drugs from strangers and that's this pretty, is that's apps. pretty much uh, right this on is true okay but also let me since we're looking at comments here so yeah. the, the fact and every time it happened it just made me want to scream every time Ian referred to the doctor as Doctor Who Doctor Who yeah. So that is his surname. His that, surname they're the is Who's. Who. They're, they're the Who's. Family. They're a hundred percent. Susan and, and, Barbara and Who and when Dr. I first Who. when I first saw it too, because the age different is so different. I thought that Barbara was the daughter, and then yes. Susan was the granddaughter. But then I, I was like, so that's kind of weird without a, a husband, and that's a little racy for In the 65, time. Yeah. And then they, at one point they referred to as my sister. So. It was a little, a little strange, but yeah, they're all the Who's. It's the big Who the family in the Whoville. Who's. Yeah, and yeah. it was so. St- Peter Cushing, I like. I generally like I Peter do Cushing. Too. I like him in all the Hammer horror films, and obviously yeah. Grand Moff uh, Tarkin from Star Wars. But it was really weird to see him so young. And mm. as soon as I saw him, I just got Roger Sterling from Mad Men in my head, and like I just kept. Oh wow! I just kept imagining that this was just some Mad Men outtake or something. Oh, that's but amazing! It, it was weird. Okay. I've never, I haven't seen him really like this before. It was, you know? it was a nice interpretation. It was, 
like you said, lighter at the beginning when the state when there are no stakes. He's just there and you know he puts the chocolates down and Ian sits on them and he's all excited to show him this uh, invention that he's made. They don't actually, you know, I guess it doesn't matter. Like I'm not going to try to tear this thing apart because it, it was just silly and fun. But the speaking of silly, wait, hold on. Speaking of silly and fun, how fun was it when the doctor, his plan, like at one point, was to kidnap the guy's girlfriend to push him into violence. And then Ian gets punched right in the face as part of it. Like, Ian, I don't know. It's just like, oh, no, Ian, it's cool. It's cool. He's, like, winking at him. And then he just gets knocked the F out. And then he's, like, out. And then they're friends. But it's like the doctor is such a jerk. He caused all this stuff. And then he's like, oh, no, it's cool. Just take one for the team. I mean, to your point before, like, that's it is once they get onto the planet, the Scarrow, that he becomes more like the Hartnell doctor well, in that, a way. I mean, yes. It's just a necessity of the story. Yes, and I, th- I, feel, I, th- I think you're 100% right because I feel like the story is written for a curmudgingly old pain in the ass yes. and yes. they kept those beats and they kept those story moments. But then when, they, when Cushing or whoever was making the choice to do it in a more goofy way, like the two of them... like In the beginning especially. Yeah, like don't necessarily always jive. You know, it doesn't always work. Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. Um, but it was, I mean, I, so he, as you said, Doctor Who, oh, that kills me. <laughs> Doctor Who decides to take Ian out to show him, uh, his invention while, uh, Barbie's getting all pretty upstairs. And for some reason, unexplained, he, he keeps the police box. Do you so think, Bar- the do you think, is built. yeah, I was gonna say, do you think Barbie is upstairs getting pretty and then the camera just pans off and their like parents are just like, uh, <laughs> dead in the corner, but it's like out of, out of psycho, like they're all oh, just yeah. propped by the window. More- it's more like weird science when the grandparents get frozen into the <laughs> into the cabinet and they're just there yeah. until they um, yeah so so he takes them out so I have the police box I do appreciate that they have the the necessary beat that we get in all later Doctor Who stories when you have a new companion yeah, encountering the TARDIS for the first time and they do the walk around and it's yep. bigger on the inside and the what it was fun it was I mean especially since you're doing this for I'm I'm guessing you know this is this is sixty five so two years after the um, Doctor Who has started, so we're somewhere in the second or third season of the show. It's becoming huge, but many people, this will be their first and maybe only experience of Doctor Who. So you get to have that big moment, uh, which is really fun. You get to see him, you know, wandering around the console room in the TARDIS, being a well, completely hold, yeah. different thing. Is, yep. I is was, I was, I was going to ask you about the that when you said it'd be people's first experience. I, I didn't do any uh, any research, obviously, but this came Why like Doctor we? Who was Why a hit we? after sort of the second episode. The the Dalek story, which this is based on, was big. Did this film play internationally? Like, was this movie in at drive-ins in the states, or was it only in uh, the UK? Or do you know? Like, was it an international release? I imagine it probably was because it feels like maybe they were trying to appeal to a wider audience. But I, I don't know. Like, was it only because you say because most people would probably know this story if it played in England. Since it right. was like it, it, be, it, this is two years after that first season, so it's sort of Doctor Who's sort of blown up already, right? From what I can see, um, I, I can only see things about the the video releases later. So it it came out later. Um, Hair of the Hound says it definitely screened in Europe. I just I wonder if it went and if it went. Um, yeah, it's, it's, well, when we say international, let me just clear up. When we talk about international, anything <laughs> we else? Mean the U.S. <laughs> it just means the U.S. We're Americans. Anyway. You know what my fa- no, no, but that's a good point. So yeah. it, it could have been everywhere, and it, and you know the BBC being you know in England, UK. 
so maybe it is a lot of people's first. It's, I'm just guessing here, but it is. My point is these what is your these point, moments yeah. and these characters that we have at this point seen for two years getting translated to a big screen. Um, you still, even though you get these differences in the way that they're portrayed, or even the whole characteristics of them, the relationships, you still get some of these iconic moments um, just translated to the big screen, which is super fun. Yeah, one of the, the and sticking with sort of the story and what they changed and what they kept, they kept a lot of the stuff that I felt like also was just doesn't make any sense or didn't work in the original, like the doctor's whole plan, where the doctor's like, "Hey, what are these things called?" You mean the mirrors? Do you got any more mirrors? Give me all of them. I want to waste your time. And they go through this whole thing with the mirrors while they have this other, like they have other people risking their lives to go in the other way. And then the doctors like gets this brilliant idea to like (laughs) do a brute of force attack against the Dalek for just everyone gets slaughtered. Like it doesn't work out and he ends up getting captured. It, apl- yeah. it it accomplishes nothing. Nothing. But there's this whole thing was like mirrors, eh? How many more of these do you have? Like, and, and all the time people spent, like, you know, gathering the mirrors, and for what? Right. For what, right. Dan? But they kept that uh, part. Yeah, that's the important part. And they uh, kept they kept like the um, the Thal dude that was like not really a team player, and he was like they're, right. they're everywhere, man. Like he's the Bill Paxton aliens the right. character. Game over, man. And they do that thing where he and I think it's a, I think it's worse in the movie when he goes back and he and he's he's afraid, and they're not encouraging him. The other Thal that's supposed to be a good guy is kind of a dick. Oh, and no, so right. he runs and jumps, and it almost looks like that other guy kind of elbows him off. <laughs> He's just like, Oops. Right? Like, they don't reach down to try to help him. I mean, Ian does, but he... he the, no, the, well, the, Ian, though, Ian being the klutz that he is, he's he's tied off. Ian's yeah. his anchor. A guy makes the jump. He sees he's going to fall. He falls. <laughs> Ian just goes big eyes yes. and doesn't brace himself, and he almost nope. goes over the edge. And then he like, almost goes... Wow, and then wow. the guy does, like, his... Her, all of a sudden, he's heroic, and he's going to kill himself, and then he falls, like, three feet. He's like, hey, guys. <laughs> it's like... Yeah, I'm totally full. Oh, okay, it's fine. I'm cool. Uh, wow, we're really jumping around, though. Um, well, we can start so, at the beginning. So we we well, we, we, we have the um, we already talked about the gentleman caller first date. You get yep. the impression that they know them, like the the little uh, Susan, little Susan is already aware it of got me the again, boyfriend, Susie. Yeah, yeah, because the guy's like uh, the, the dog, the guy, Doctor Who's like, who's coming over? And she's like, it's your boyfriend. And then he's like, ooh, and he's like yes. into it in a weird sort of way. Um, and then you know, there's the, they end up in the petrified forest, and then it's just basically the same thing that we did. It like, is what? a lot of it's, yeah. it's a lot of the same. It's just it's just the the beyond the character changes. It's the um, re envisioning of it on a larger scale, a, a, a yeah. bigger budget. So radiation sickness they get, and they got, have to get the got, drugs. The whole thing kicks off when um, uh, when Doctor Who <sighs> takes Ian out to see the the invention. Susie is there. Uh, they're going through it all, and then uh, Barbie comes running in. I'm calling her Barbie because she is you not can. Barbara. She is no, Barbie she's a in different hot, in hot pants. With yeah, big bouffant hair, all made up, and she is all horned up and jumps right onto Ian. It is the doctor yeah, blames Ian yep. for knocking for hitting the lever. Nope. it was her loins that knocked the yeah, lever it's, over. It's, it's they're trying to get that that sweet action going. Sweet, sweet action in front of her grandfather and sister. That's, yeah. that's the hottest action. Just to, to, to do so a big gross. detour. I'm going to detour uh, this do whole it. conversation. But Great. watching this movie, it uh-huh. made me think, like, they could really just do a Doctor Who movie every two years. And I don't know why. they. It was something nice about right. having a bigger budget and doing, instead of just playing a 
episode in the theater. But do yeah. like an actual Rage movie, like and... yeah, like well, James Bond. It could come out every couple years. I just would you have wanted these movies to be like this, where they reinterpreted an existing story and and made some changes to it, or would you rather have them every few years take an existing story, character no, as they are, I would, and translate it? No, I would kind of rather them reinterpret it. Stick yeah. with the like. I just watched Casino Royale. I like uh, Bond films, and I watched Casino Royale. Again, like last, and and it sticks with James Bond, but obviously it's it's his first mission and everything, and they make changes, yep. and I feel like that's the only way. If you try to stick with every piece of continuity, You'll it just so gets much. too heavy and it falls apart. So I'm okay if they were to do, you know, if they did a movie, it wouldn't have to be exactly about what's ha- if, if that's what you're asking. Like it wouldn't have yeah, to no, be the same yeah. cast and, and and all of that kind of stuff. It doesn't have to be an extending. Uh, I would like extending the season, but it could be like a some get a really good writer and director, and have their interpretation of like a good Doctor Who story, right? For I guess uh, it would have to work as its own standalone thing. Yeah, Um, I mean, you couldn't have so much reference to canon and other things you'd have to know about it in order for things to make sense. So in that sense, it would have to be its own little contained universe. Which but it's it's such like it's such like a, a deep and rich property like you see all this stuff mm-hmm. with the marvel movies and oh, they're working off all the history of marvel comics and everything and they're able to right. but you could really do that i feel like with doctor Just pull out who. individual thing yeah yeah, yeah and even sure. if even if it, the movie universe is has a continuity because i feel like that's what why the marvel movies are so successful is they do build off of each other is you can do that right. uh with film i mean maybe you know because people are always complaining about the damn show it would be like you know maybe try maybe try a couple of films yeah, you have a whole movie so, on Davros. You just have like <laughs> oh, you would you, you would just, be you all just go nuts and then it'll be I, terrible. I think you so. need to just write a spec script for it and we'll be we'll get that under. But production. anyway, let's get back okay, to the so, uh, so they the they Ian hits the hits the the lever that that <laughs> kicks them off into the future. Uh, they land on Scarrow, and and you're right. From this point forward, it's other than the character differences being what they are, the story is. Very much yeah, the same. they look at the map. Even the, the the doctor, he looks at the map, two of the stars, and figures out how many that all that scene, that exact scene happened yep. with Hartnell. Yep. One of the things I like, speaking of that part where they they, they divide themselves and they they're like, we're going to go through the caves or whatever, and you have that scene right. with the water and Ian, who's already been punched in the face. There's radiation. Every everyone's dying of. Uh, whatever, the fallout from from the war. They've had their medicine, but Ian immediately puts this stagnant water in his eyes, and you know that it's it's completely irradiated. They're in the middle of this stinking swamp, and he sees some some stagnant water. He's like, I could really go with a good washing up. And just face full into the water. And then there's just like a a really extreme close-up of like all the weird uh, micro... uh, microorganisms that go into his bloodstream and then all of a sudden he becomes that like bald weird white guy from prometheus and he's throwing (laughs) uh but anyway so uh the one of the biggest you know i guess it's not really a big change but we 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 go into the petrified forest and that's Mm -hmm. that's a lot of the same stuff but that it just feels uh creepier it has a is a a great yeah i thought that was feeling to it that was that was a lot of fun they see the city so they have this whole sequence of them deciding, we've come to a big city on an unknown planet. We don't know anything where we are. Let's split up. 
And they all decide to right. go in different And directions. even before that, though, right? So even before that moment, they're outside. They're in the petrified forest. Little Susie, little Susie who, uh-huh. is accosted <laughs> by a mysterious hand that then drops yes. the medicine and, and leaves. And then later Wait, she is meets... That first? I thought that was later. That's, that well, maybe right I can't remember. I don't know. I, 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 I feel like that happened first, right? Before the city. I, and then they all go back. Does it matter? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. My point just being when she sees this guy later... He's like, um, hey, I tried to give you the medicine before. Here's a, it's like, why didn't you What's just wrong t- with you, creep? Why did like what his plan was just to why touch her on away, the shoulder, run like yeah. it was like just hang out and say, here's hi, my name is uh, exactly yeah. Don't tap her from behind uh, right. and don't don't make her feel like an idiot for running away from a stranger in yep. the woods. Um, so they so they go to the city. They have this whole drawn out sequence of Ian stuck in a video game trap where he has to hit the lever and get through the door at the same yes, time. Yes. What he needed was a big boulder. You push the boulder onto yes. like it's obvious. You hit the the, the triangle button and you pull yep. the left stick. And I believe um, that is from the show too, right? That whole sequence I think was also in the original one of the five parts or whatever. You do know uh, this that when we watch a story, yeah, remember, I immediately yeah. forget it as soon as it. Um, Anyway, so so they they have that. So we get into the Dalek city, and this is this is the biggest change. I, well, one of the big changes is the Daleks have a uh, an incredible sense for uh, sculpture and modern art. Yeah, you, you wouldn't expect that no. from the Daleks, but they just have exquisite taste. Well, I'm assuming that is the geometric patterns. Uh, the original people had built those wonderful things, and now they're just Could occupying be. them. Could be. Yeah. Um, but I mean, just like from the the, the art direction uh, throughout, we have these. These huge sets, um, just just gigantically tall. That must have been all practical, obviously. Uh, on the walls, they have these twisted, um, shiny metal sculptures along the walls that don't seem like they're functional at all. But just the, the art direction is very specific, very of its time, and totally different than you would have gotten on the show. Not just because it's color, but just the scope is different and just a, a different vision of the entire thing, which was which is fun. But then you get to see the Daleks. Yeah. And, and speaking for, of... For the audience, to see them in color for the first time, and so many of them... Yeah, and, and the that, build the, quality was better. Like, just the color nature of itself, like that Technicolor look and that feel, and how bright and vibrant. It, like I love the look of the film, just yeah. from just from the way that you know the coloring was done. I was trying to find. I, I don't. It didn't actually say if it was in. Not that this matters at all, but it, that it was in Technicolor, which is a. Oh yeah, I mean, thing. I'm just throwing that out there. No, I know. That I, that's I know. It's the, like uh, it's case. like Kleenex. It's a kind of a generic. But um, yeah. I, I didn't see anything in the credits about how it was how it was filmed, and I don't see anything anywhere else. But anyway, you get um, a couple of like Dalek things that get established that I guess is no longer the case, right? So they're and this was in the original in the story original story. Too, yep. That they're in those travel machines because there's so much radiation around and they can't leave otherwise they'll they'll die right um and then at one point you know they they're trying to get the medicine because they want to be able to get out of it and i would be if that had worked out and it was just those weird slug people oh, running around that would have been but yeah. once they leave scarrow they stay in the travel machines but right so right. you know there shouldn't be radiation on those planets i guess they just really like but them. that's like you said, that's not unique to this this movie. No, it's, no, that's, that's just yeah, the, that, the that way was, that it has happened. Yeah, at some yep. point, I guess they just stopped talking about that. Right. They and like they, you know they kept the same thing where they they are uh, basically bumper cars and they have to stay on the electrostatic um, metal tracks yep. that they can run on. Um, so and we that, did that get whole sequence was almost exactly the same. So we, we so much of it the same. When, the when elevator sequence. Yeah, the elevator sequence is the same when they get captured and they decide that they're going to. Um, Use the the coat um, that Susie had gotten from 
Was it uh, get? It, it was, was Alidon. It was Alidon. one of the spiders from Mars. Yeah, spiders from Mars. Uh, gave what they should have did was they should have got the coat and then did the old little Susie gets on someone's shoulders and they look like a taller businessman. Giant, they, they get scared and run away. They could have <laughs> walked up. I'm here to inspect the Dalek station. Yeah, yeah, that would have worked out great. Um, but anyway, that so it was nice to see the, that reinterpretation of the scenes that we've already have already experienced before, but with these different characters. The one thing that was strange, though, is how much Barbara really enjoyed playing with the gruel pudding in her hands. Just kept. On. Yeah. Oh, I love the food. The food on the tray was great. When you see the food, and how unappetizing, on. and she's just holding it, and they just splatter it on the. And I believe that was the same too from same the thing. original. They did the same food. exact thing. They pull out the the creature, and then you know somehow Ian can still. And they fit stick inside Ian, and, and he talks through with the voice, the and then thing. they I abandon Ian. They're like the elevators the here. We can't wait, and then somehow he he manages to the elevator manages to come down. I I, I did like Those how are the pieces that worked before though. So I'm glad yeah. they kept that. Yeah. It was mu- because it was more parts. I think it was five yeah. parts, right? Or four or five or six parts, whatever. It felt long when parts. we did. Yes. Yeah. I felt like the elevator scene was so much nicer here because it was a lot quicker. I remember, mm-hmm. didn't we have to watch like elevators going all the way up and then you there's shots of yeah. the elevators going. Yeah. So like yeah. it was nice to just sort of get through that. You just get a scene where they abandon Ian. They don't care. And then there's like a cut and the door opens. He's like, hey, guys, I made it. And they're like, all right. 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 You're our best friend. Okay, one thing that we haven't really talked about is the uh, yes. change to the, the Thals. The Thals are just glamour pusses. And I don't know what was going on there. Like I can't the, the remember what they, they looked like they originally. Did not have, they did not all have super no, long eyelashes. and Not so much eye makeup. Mascara. Yeah, No, not at all. That was and a big the, improvement. The haircut was kind of the same. But like they all had the same kind of bowl cuts. They all had this shiny platinum hair. It was... It was strange, and you know, I live in an era now of you know uh, gender fluidity. And RuPaul's Drag Race is one of my favorite shows. I, all this, stuff. it is really <laughs> progressive in 1965 that this was, this was. I don't know what to think about it. it I was loved so distracting. It yeah. was so distracting. Well, there, like you but would just why have does that scenes. Make them aliens. You would have scenes where the doctor was walking around their camp, and like yes. in the background, there's just like. Teen Thals just chilling and smoking, yeah. and it looked like somebody's yeah. passing another person a bong. Like everyone's just like <laughs> chilling. Like there was a lot of them. None of them talk. You only get dialogue from one guy, right? And maybe two, his girl, maybe two. two. Yeah. yeah, obviously. Oh no, then the other two guys that go and on the thing. But guy. for the most part, they're they're just you know background background dressing. So they were well, sort of an interesting, especially lot. the women, especially the women in this. Like the female Thals didn't say a word. No, they didn't get to even talk. when the the one. I mean, the, the mirror thing that just, I found it so funny, uh, that there's one Thaw woman holding a mirror for the other one to just lightly stroke her own yes, hair, yes. and she kept, like, moving, like, this woman didn't know how to hold a mirror, and just kept moving it around, no. like, the other woman grab her hand to hold it back, no, I'm stroking my hair, I need to be able to see it. Uh, very strange. Yeah, I, uh, the only, th- I remember the original Thaws, they had, like, open vests. Right, they yes. had they, that was their well, there whole was a lot fashion. Of, there was a there lot, lot of, of chest lot of chest here. You got, you got to see a lot of chest, but they had. Yeah, I don't think they had any eye makeup, and I don't no. remember if they were all blonde. This is very Rocky from Rocky Horror Picture. No, yeah, they were like, all blonde because I think. Yes, yeah, yes. I remember making a joke well, about the Aryans. They were Aryan yes. uh, race, but they weren't trying to do genocide. In a switch that we know well, of, that we know of. that we're aware of. We, yeah, I mean, I'm it was sure. good. I mean, um. Did we cover so the, everything the, on this the, thing? The Daleks, the Daleks were interesting. Um, the 
so one thing that really that really bothered me is how slowly they they spoke. The cadence of the the Daleks, the Daleks was just too so slow. slow and drawn out. But I did see something, you know, the the small amount of research that I did do. Apparently, the director of this film wasn't super familiar with Doctor Who at all, okay, and makes sense, uh, on didn't it. realize that the the lights on the Daleks. Um, only are supposed to flash when that Dalek is speaking. It was a way to help the audience know which Dalek is talking. Yep. If you look at this, there's just random lights bleeping all over the place. They're, all the Daleks have their lights bleeping. So it seemed like when they were doing um, the, the dubbing of the voices later, they were trying to sync it up with the lights in some cases, which is why sometimes it's just excruciatingly slow. And other times they were talking like a normal Dalek would talk. But that just really, it just bugged the hell out of me. That just took so long to get through any time they spoke. It was was craziness. Uh, But they looked awesome. I love when, this is towards, at the the end, once they blow up the whole thing, they have the countdown going, they blow up the whole control system. Um, Barbie is going around making sure they're all dead, and she's lifting up their their helmets and the eye stalks. And maybe it's just the, the sound effects or whatever, but it sounded like really heavy metal. Like, it just felt more substantial, these machines. Like, maybe the, the actual um, production just had some more money behind right. it, and they were they're higher quality uh, uh, Daleks. It just, I, think, it I thought, great. It yeah, great I thought we were going to see more of the Daleks themselves. You do get that shot of, like, the hand crawling out. Because they... At one point, oh, like yes. in the, when they fir- when they first empty oh, the the can. garbage can, they like reach in and grab the thing and just throw it in the it trash, like a you know, yeah. and then you see the hand. But then you never they never really that's sort of it that you get for their actual I form. That was, was kind of cool. I mean, you didn't really need it any more than that unless they were going to change the story entirely and yeah. make those little mutants take over. Um, so, but there were some other changes in the Daleks too. We have um, some Daleks have the plunger attachment but then others have a little pincher grabber thing uh at one point used to choke ian which was yeah fun. poor ian gets so choked he's kind of into they have it the little <laughs> they have the little pinchers um and they're uh instead of shooting a, a ray they shot a fire extinguisher gas at people <laughs> instead and one has an acetylene torch which is kind of cool i guess that's from the the show as well um but i was also reading about this originally so they it would, would have been too expensive for them to do the rays, so that like they had in the show yep. on the film to show that the people are getting zapped and, and killed. So they wanted to have something. They were going to have them shoot fire, but they were afraid that was going to be too scary for kids. So instead of shooting fire, they shoot a fire extinguisher just to have something to react to. Yeah, anyway, the fire extinguisher bit was, was fun. I mean, yeah, it was, it was fine. It, it, it worked fine. Like I thought at first when the first time they they shoot Ian with the fire extinguisher. I thought, oh, that's another weapon they have. They just have like a, a nerve agent thing, but like, no, that's that's their main weapon. Instead, they just totally changed that part. Didn't matter, small thing, but um, otherwise, being pretty faithful to the way the Daleks uh, are represented in the show, which is kind of cool. What else uh, we just, got? Uh, yeah, what one note I saw while we were talking, people were commenting. Yes. In Creator Talks uh, podcast, which uh, I was going to plug later, that's a uh, guy, Chris Calloway, I thought it was right, I said your name, mentioned that there was a double feature in the U.S., I guess, with Night of the Living Dead. Well, that would be great to see uh, Dr. Who and Alex and Night of the Living Dead at the same time. Yeah. So I guess it yeah. did play here. So there you go. They, Thank you for audiences that. Audiences then would have had absolutely no frame of reference, really, 
generally speaking, to what Doctor Who was. So this would have been their only. Yeah, no, it, fe- again, it feels it like that. It really it, I mean, it, yeah, it feels like an old uh, 60s type sci-fi movie. A little yeah. goofy. Not really Definitely. scary at all. There's no like. I don't know. There's, there's no like. I guess that they're the Daleks are supposed to be scary, but it's not. Right. Right. Does it feel too much used, like a monster movie? A, right. Um, I mean, I, I, again, I love the production value of it. There, there are some strange things that are just artifacts of the time. Like uh, they split up, and they're going to try to make their way into the Dalek city. And you know, Barbara and Ian and a couple of Thals go over the mountain in the back way. They're going to go yeah. through the cave. Oh, oh! Speaking of, but I this, thought the mat. Size, yeah, the I was to say the the mat work. Like yes, that, that mountain scene was fantastic. Yeah. Like I thought the beautiful. art direction and the way that they beautiful. did those, it really felt epic, and uh, that was great. Yeah, especially that mountain that scene. Was that exactly really what long I was shot. To. It looked it looked beautiful when it was when it was still, and you see them in the foreground climbing up a mountain. The only thing that ruined it is that their proportions were totally wrong. So that by the time they got to the top, they were going up a twenty foot cliff as opposed yeah. to climbing up an entire mountain. But the the mat work itself. Not yeah, it looks great. That seems, that seems the most obvious because it's just so vast um, in the way the effect works. Uh, but you also get that in other scenes. In the forest, you have this kind of dark background that just um, implies that it goes on forever. Like, really, very nice work uh, for that stuff. And in that, those bright, pastel colors uh, that just work for this era so well. Now, I know, I know there's a follow-up to this movie, right? So we get... Uh... Peter Cushing, again, there's one more movie, which I think we do. We're going to review that when we end the podcast, which honestly is like three years from now. Like next week? Are we going to do that next week? Uh, No, not next week. Uh, That's the Adalic Invasion of Earth. But I I wish that they had just done a different uh, Mm -hmm. bad bad guy. Like, why have to do... I would like to see this crew. And as far as I know, I think it's only little Susie and and Peter Cushing that stay. I think Uh, we, we lose Barbie and Ian. For the next movie, but yeah. it, I wish we had done something other than Daleks. I'm a, a little burnout on that. But I mean, on the on other the hand, they they are the most iconic. They put the asses in the seats, Dan. They, they were the, put the, asses uh, in the they seats. were. I mean, they're huge. The they were yeah. they were a huge deal. This is why Terry Nation, Terry Nation, right, was the creator of this. House. Yeah, all that. Yeah, that that sweet sweet Dalek money into his estate forever. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think there's a whole lot more to to talk about here. It was no, it was I think we've seen before. It was a lot of fun to see it re envisioned in a different way. Uh, a lot more glamorous with the uh, the blue eyeshadow. I would love to see uh, more Cushing eyeshadow. Do have the eyeshadow as well with his really long. <laughs> no, I'd like to see Cushing um, take on. I'd love to see him doing other stories uh, besides. The yeah, movie yeah, later. yes. I would just love to see him as the Doctor that we know from the story. Um, so you want to sub out like Hartnell for Cushing? I mean, as much as I do love Hartnell, because as much I as know. I love him, because I respect the work that he did to create the character, and he has his moments, especially as his run as the Doctor goes on and becomes a more complex character. I do enjoy that very much. Yes, I kind of would have liked to have seen what the whole whole shebang would have started off with had it been Peter Cushing from the beginning instead of Hartnell. It just would have been a different feeling to this doctor yep though maybe it ended up would have been more similar to some of the other doctors we get later because he has that inherent warmth that you only get flashes of from hartnell which are the points where that makes it even more poignant when you see through the gruff exterior so maybe it wouldn't have worked as well but i would love to have seen it him try i would like to see um so if anyone wants to do some fan art and uh do complete recreations with peter cushing instead we have the technology (laughs) just get into that please and send it to us 
Should we go um, through it? How much time do we have left? Do, do, does it show we are, how long you've been recording? Yeah, we're we're running up onto the end. Well, we have about 15 minutes left on this stream. But if you right, want to cut it, we can jump ki- over to... Yeah, but no, before we kill the stream, we should we should read some of com- the comments in this because they'll be ah. dead when we start a new one. So is there anyone so, saying anything? As a, as a reminder, we're going to cancel this stream. Not cancel. We're going to stop the stream, save it out, and then start another one uh, if you guys want to rejoin. And hey, have speaking... Any questions for us, yeah, so, uh, we'll uh, someone Q&A said that I way. should... Someone in the chat said I should be canceled. It's funny. You, you, you said oh, the word canceled as I read the word canceled. Whenever that happens, you, uh, I know that we're in a simulation. It's because you called it the Who family, and we have established that <laughs> obviously that is what they're called because <laughs> he is Doctor Who. Uh, it must be Germanic, um, I guess. Mr. Who. Yeah. It's, uh, it's no, it's a Doctor Who. I went to doctor school. so. Ugh, where are their parents? Maybe you find out where their parents are in uh, Doctor Who. That's what the whole next story is about. Yeah. Invasion, Dalek invasion of Earth. Now, Dalek invasion of Earth, that's also a story. So is this a, is the second one also another retelling of an existing well, serial? Let's find out when we get Probably. there. Probably. Which is kind of a bummer. This was fun. It's too so bad I'll, it's not a new adventure, too. but we'll find out. Well, you know what? I think we're 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 good. Did you see of... any comments? I don't want to ignore anyone's comments. All right, let's start uh, here. I'm going to go all the way back. We have so, you so, sound like a Cyberman. Right. We dealt with that, Dan. Uh, yep. Uh, let's, normal. Let's just do we're quick all good. Here. <laughs> Sounds good. Everybody's good. How do I get a sticker? We talked about that. Rick Wakeman. Uh, wait, uh, someone doesn't believe that our sound effects are not electronic. Oh, no, uh, then I, I get canceled. You see behind the curtain now. Yep. Always a good sign when I'm laughing out loud. Thank you. Uh, always wish Peter Cushing had to run on TV. So that's just what you said, yeah, Dan, same. as the doctor. I so in it. agreement there, this. Doctor Who you is the worst babysitter. Uh, we talked about <laughs> Doctor Who yeah, sending uh, yeah. kids into the woods to get drugs. Uh, Peter Cushing did a great job right. of being William Hartnell, uh, a, a William Hartnell-type doctor and less grumpy a very different role for him yeah i i would 100 yeah. percent agree and then we talk about the movie which we talked about um yep, yep, yep. oh those that's uh, something about mirrors sure they do how do you think they get okay they're talking about the mirrors uh someone talking and, about and ziggy stardust so yep. much about the makeup yeah that makeup's just fantastic okay the last I mean, one it really it, was just like yeah the yep. last bit was um uh, this is great. How 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 often do you? I can't read. How often do you how guys do live, live stream? stream? We Never. really don't. We just do on special occasions. So this is our hundredth episode. Dan and I have been doing this since two thousand and fifteen, when the world was good. Oh. Did you ever normal. notice the world was sort of sort of normal, and then we started the show and everything just freaking everything went to hell. fell apart. At least in the states. This, this so, is really our fault. Yeah, it's 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 we're sorry, but yeah, we only do this special occasion, so we'll do this for the hundredth. We did it for the fiftieth, and we'll probably do it once at least one more time. Probably one more time, right? Yeah, I mean, for fine. sure. Um, all right, so we're gonna so we're gonna we're gonna we're, we're, kill this, right? We wait, actually, no, no. Let me just let me oh. change oh. plans. We're here. We're ending if the show, guys, and we and we still we still have we still have a few minutes left on the stream. So if you guys have any uh, questions or comments that you would want us to answer live right now, feel free to type them in. Um, also, we got an email. Um, thank you to Paul for writing into us. It's a long email, but he thank said we you, could just uh, quote the the bold parts, which is what we're going to do here. Um, so yeah, this goes back to something we mentioned on a previous show. We are pondering um, this question, and he gives us a good explanation. He says, you were asking about the TARDIS not being able to make short jumps in the back in the black and white era of Doctor Who. Obviously, in the first decade of the show, the TARDIS served 
uh, as a story device in much the same way as the Time Tunnel does in the eponymous series or the alternative history portal in the TV series Sliders did to get regular characters. Oh, look at that Sliders reference. I haven't heard a Sliders reference. Jerry O'Connell is somewhere going, yes. He just woke up from a dream. That's <laughs> what happened. Um, so that's, fun that's fact, cool. Fun fact. I've never actually seen an episode of Sliders. I don't think I've seen an entire episode of Sliders. a single episode. I've seen it. Uh, Paul goes on. Anyway, we're all aware TARDIS navigation did improve, certainly by the time of the Invisible Enemy in 1977. Uh, the TARDIS is a steerable vehicle with great accuracy. But to answer your question, it's nice and simple. The TARDIS gets a lot easier to pilot after the Time Lords gift the Doctor a brand new dematerialization circuit at the end of the mm, Three Doctors. Which we saw and just don't remember. Which we did. That's totally true. So, um, Paul says this implies that it is not a TARDIS guidance system that's faulty, but something intrinsic in the very nature of dematerialization and rematerialization that is the key to how specific one can be when piloting the craft. I feel like we've learned something. Yeah, I I, I buy that 100%. And uh, lastly, it just gives us congratulations for our 100 episodes, and here's to 100 more. <sighs> Eric, you got another 100 in you? Yeah, easy. I know you do. Easy. Know. Easy peasy. Yeah, they uh, they created the old Doctor Who show podcast to train the faithful. <laughs> right? Yeah. One must not what's go against po- the word of God. <laughs> Eric, what's in this podcast? Pain. It's, yeah, exactly. Pain. <laughs> exactly. That's what I was uh, thinking. It's like we're going to trade our podcast for a richer one, and we'll lose that, too. No. <laughs> uh, you know what's great is, like, when I watch the trailer, we're talking about Dune now, when we watch the trailer for Dune, that scene where uh, Paul is, and this is not a spoiler, it's in the actual trailer, is yep. talking to the Reverend Mother, and mm-hmm. he says, uh, you know, my dad uh, rules a planet. Yep. And then, you know, she's like, he's losing that. And then he says he's getting a richer one. And she says he'll lose that, too. I had I've read Dune five times. That's not in the David Lynch movie. And then I was like, oh, that was that's actually pretty cool dialogue. I guess they added that. And then I'm rereading Dune again for like the sixth time at this point or the fifth time. Uh, and that scene is in it. It's like you don't Does see she it. Say Act- that? She says it. Well, well oh, you okay. don't see. We're going. We're going in on this one. You don't <laughs> see that scene happen in real time. You only oh. hear about that scene via Paul right. when Paul is talking to Thufer. He's reflecting on it later. He's yeah. saying what what she said and what he said and whatever. So it was just right, interesting because right. I that it's word for word right out of the book. And but uh, right, it doesn't happen in in chronological. Yes, order it's kind of in interesting. It right, in Cause, yeah, because right. the the way the book is, the book sort of. You're in, you're in that timeline, whatever, and you're with Paul and her, and that scene never happens. And then later, right. he recollects a scene that you should have been a part of, but there, you get new information. I'm rereading it now. This is only my second time through. Uh, I'm about a quarter of the way through it again. God, it's such a good book, and it gets better the second time. Does, I can imagine it, it only gets time. better the sixth time. <laughs> so. I think, I mean, realistically, I feel like it probably... I read it in high school. I read it again probably in my... 20s uh i'm sure i listened to the audio book at least three times mm-hmm. and now i'm reading it again no and then i read it again i don't know how many times i read it but it's this... been a lot it's been a lot um that, I, as much as we want to talk about this forever yeah, um, i also to want who? to mention we did have a couple of um oh, tweets nice, uh, twitter twitter tweets tweet tweet twitters uh, from people um, congratulating us on our 100th episode. So thank you, Hair of the Hound, for that. Uh, Misfit Scully, 
Uh, Paul also did that on on uh, on the Instagrams um, as well as uh, Chuck and some other people. So thank you very much. Yeah, thank for, you all um, for the kind words. And we will give you a hundred more. We'll give you a hundred more. And that's it. And then we collect. <laughs> I don't know why I went into a veiled threat of some kind. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of veils, those veils on the Reverend Mothers. Okay, enough Dune, <laughs> enough. Uh, oh. uh, this is, we got a uh, letter from John D. Congratulations on the 100th show. Thank you, John. Uh, good day Thanks, from man. Australia. Hello, Dan and Eric. It is a fantastic achievement to reach this milestone of 100 podcasts of such high quality and content. Thank you very much. I've enjoyed everyone. Uh, fondly reminiscing with you guys about a show very dear to my heart. Uh, we absolutely agree, and thank you for the for the kind words. I have left reviews for your show on iTunes Store Australia. Thank you, and I have told some mates who also love Doctor Who show uh, Doctor Who about the show, and they started listening. That's the most important thing: is telling people in real life. Who may like it, because that's the only way that anything... It's the only way that we get out of our contract. It's the only way the good guys are going to win is if uh, (laughs) we tell people about good things, you know? I recall my dad taking me and my brother to see the Dalek double bill at the local Odeon Cinema, and there was a red Dalek in the foyer with tall red lights and a claw reaching out as well. That is super cool. Keep up the fantastic work. Looking forward to the next hundred podcasts. Oh, God, could you imagine? 200 (laughs) we're gonna make that we'll have a coldie for you here in south Wales. yeah and i do regret not drinking for this show uh so if you're drinking now um god bless you and then there's a review here which i will read uh fun and good memories this is a great fun show filled with good-natured banter as well as reviewing classic doctor who with a fresh eye having seen the series since patrick troughton this is an enjoyable nostalgic journey through the classic doctor who stories reanimated fondly by dan and eric highly recommended well thank you very much uh that's five stars five stars that's what i like how much time do we have can we do another Uh, um yeah so we got some questions here uh uncle beard says who would you recast as film doctor who Susie who and barbie who now oh oh who we do as Susie who and barbie who oh dang uh okay so we have to pick okay for this particular movie it's gonna yeah, be this, so. this this movie yeah, yeah. okay so we're gonna have uh, who are we gonna have it's gotta be someone i would always like to see steve coogan as somehow as as Doctor Who, I don't know if that works for that particular for this story or that combination. Sure, sure. Obviously, it would be probably a little funnier. Um, but I've I've always wanted to see uh, that. Who who would you do? Who would Susie? So Gosh. Susie as a child. What what you know? You keep that book by the side of your bed about young young, <laughs> oh, young Hollywood, where you have like because well, yeah. Right, when, pay, well, I have, I have my subscription. It's it's when you're a in a liberal, we all meet under a pizza place, and it's great. And you get, <laughs> Um, who would be oh, a gosh. good? No, who, seriously, who well, would be a good? Who would be a good? Like, curmudgeonly either of them would be, old would be really doctor. hard. Um, well, the only thing I can think of uh, for for Barbara right now is Zendaya because I've just seen the um, the. No, we didn't even talk about the Dune <laughs> trailer. Can we just talk about Dune instead, guys? We're done. Uh, we just want to talk about Dune. God, I've seen that so Holy many times. Crap, at this point. I can't wait for that. I can't anyway. get enough of it. Um, I'm sorry. I, I, I think the I'm never good at this casting. Susie, I'm not either. I think the casting for Susie is was impeccable. The character was great, and that 
that child actor sold it so perfectly. So I can't imagine another person taking. Yes, that I role. can. We go back in time and we get okay. the actress that played uh, Small Wonder, and she's oh, yeah. going to be the new Susie. No one knows that as That's a great. robot. Um, sure. The uh, dad is going to be Hannibal from the A Team, and he's going to have a yep. He's going to have a uh, cigar the whole time. No, let's do Peter Falk as Columbo. <laughs> With, <laughs> with, with the one uh, eye, with the one yeah, eye, yep, with um, a little Susie, a small wonder, and then okay. Ian would would be uh, who is the um, uh, who? Uh, well, it just should Charles be Nelson Riley. Charles Nelson oh, Riley. I would, I would be a hundred percent on Charles Nelson Riley. That um, if we're gonna do Charles Nelson Peter Riley, Falk, is, uh, yeah. Charles Nelson Riley, and uh, small wonder. Perfect. Perfect. Um, Yes, Alan Partridge as a Time Lord would be perfect. I, I, Uncle Beard, I, I, if you had better casting, uh, please uh, let us know because obviously we're bereft of ideas. Hair of the Hound says, uh, check out the new movie-style Dalek action figures from the from character options. They're gorgeous. Now, I, bet I think, they are. I mean, is that the fo- Hair of the Hound? You posted on Twitter, I think, a bunch of figures that looked really cool. Yeah. I don't know if it's the same ones that he's referencing there, but... I love. Yeah, I mean, these, it's these good look, stuff. These, they are they are the iconic um, the Dalek design, and they just they just look so high quality in this movie. Loved it. We um, don't we don't see enough on. like like um, who's the Dalek? Who's the Eric, Dalek? Uh, you got to gotta read this comment there. This is Wait, great. what is Columbo it? Who? Just one more thing, Dalek. <laughs> yeah, totally. And then you see the Daleks. Com- yeah, you see the Daleks commit some kind of crime, and then slowly he's like, "Yeah, hey, you got to give." Yeah, I love country music, he's and all, then he wants to know frumpy. why the radio station was changed to a classical station instead of country. <laughs> that's station. beautiful. Wow, that's that's really specific. Yeah, I've been rewatching Columbo. Like on on here, you can watch, get Peacock, which is free, uh, which is I think Comcast. Uh, streaming, but you can watch uh, Rockford. So I go between the Rockford oh files no. and Columbo, <laughs> and my wife just makes fun of me that I'm this old man. You are an old uh, man that I just sits there and watches uh, Columbo. <laughs> I love it. I love. Uh, I love it. Hey, something that soothed soothed the nerves. Of the I should have dressed up like one of the Thals today, where with one of those because he's got the cape and that really heavy uh, blue eyeshadow, but w- I was trying to say something before. What is the enemy uh, of the Daleks that are like the disco queens? That oh, are awesome. The, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what are they? The the um, Mo- Mo- Mohegan Suns? Uh, no, it's not the it's Mohegan, Mohegan Suns. Suns. Uh, the Moanas. Uh, the uh, Movians. Movians. It's something with an Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. It's Mandalorian. the Mandalorian. It's the Mandalorian. It's the Movellans. Movellans. Yeah. Thank you. Why don't we see more of that? Like, well, I'd never understood. Like, whenever if you're going to do a Dalek story, fine, but at least you should include that. Include them. Like, I feel like we yeah. only got them a handful of times in the classic series. I feel like and the new enough. series they showed them. There was like one ep, one story right where you saw like them walk by in the background or something, but that was it. It was it. What is that? Did you do some kind of eye makeup while? What is happening to Dan's Woo. face? Woo. All right, pretty eyelashes. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so let's um let's kill this stream and then we'll get back into the other side. Are we good? So we don't even need to do a I mean, second. I think, we, I think we caught it all, guys. So make sure. Let's just wrap it up. Uh, make sure you follow us on, Hold on. on Twitter. There was no Twitter comments or anything. I don't want to. Oh, no, if we're, before we don't, then before we go, I would all, encourage you all to check out the Creator Talks podcast. I mentioned it before, especially it's mostly, I would say, and if I'm mischaracterizing this, please correct me in the comments. 
because uh, the the uh, host is here um, mostly yeah. for comic book people. So you get a lot of comic artists, really good. It's great. He's a great interviewer. So you get a lot of comic stuff. But he did interview uh, Paul Cornell, uh, that Doctor Who fans will know, way back in two thousand and something, fifteen or sixteen. So he, it seems like Paul Cornell doesn't like to talk too much about the old stuff. So they do touch on, I think, a little bit of human nature and some of his other Doctor Who things. But they mostly talk about at the time he was writing a Doctor Who comic. comic, comic. Uh, but I would encourage you to go to Apple Podcasts and type in Creator Talks Podcast. And, you, and I'll post the link to it in this show because I'll link directly to the Paul, Paul Cornell one. But if you like comics at all, it's a really good uh, interview show. Well, um, that's awesome, and I thank you guys for for joining us uh, on the special 100th episode. Uh, yeah, man. I think we're running out of time here, so I want to make sure we get this in. Please follow us on Twitter at TODW Show. Um, same on Instagram. I yeah, and fa- wait and, to right, make but, the gifts for this one. Oh, Jeez, it's gonna you're gonna have some so great gifts. But while we're so pl- while we're plugging things. Um, oh boy! Hey, yeah, he now. Uh, you got to follow Dan and I. So I'm E Grissom, and Dan is Dan J N J on Twitter because I've been stuck at 850 followers for years. I don't care about my follower count. I'm at 860. Just I got to get to a thousand. I got to get follow uh, right. Uh, sure, sure yeah, you do. It's fine. I'm basing. Released. Who decided that we were going to have metrics uh, to how yeah, good we worst. feel about ourselves? What a there's, horrible there's no society. That. Uh, but yeah, but follow. But I should be. Yeah, feel get, free to follow him anyway. Yeah. Uh, more importantly, go to your iTunes store, leave <laughs> yeah, a good review. review for us. That would be great. Help other people find out about us. Uh, if you want to send us an email to theolddoctorwhoshow at gmail.com. And uh, the, if you want one of these stickers, uh, PO Box two one three one Red Bank, New Jersey zero seven seven zero one, and yep. I'll get them out to you. That would be awesome. And I usually throw so, in some other stickers and stuff with it, so you get. And order all of Eric's comic books. Yeah, and order um, my books. Local- in get order, it to your local yeah. comic shop. Just do it. It'd be great. Um, I got nothing else to plug, so who cares? Yeah, we're good. Folks, we're good. Thank apologies you so much. if I thank missed. You so much. Yeah, apologies if we missed anyone's feedback. I feel like we probably heard from. We other are people. just. It's just time. It's just time. There's no we're need done. to go to another another one. So thank you, folks. Um, you're the best. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I think we're. Yes. Done. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Have some. Jamming good is weird and gilly And the spiders from Mars We played it left hand But made it too far Became the special man but Then we were sick as bad I love the podcast. It's so much fun. It really is. I must send off the stickers. Bye.